10 years ago, we were in the process of adopting our fourth child and she was in China. And I remember just being in tears as a mom looking at Jared going, how am I going to be able to lift her? Because the pain in my arms, my elbows and my shoulders was so severe. I was crying in the shower washing my hair because it hurt so badly just to prep, to have the energy to press on my head. My joints were aching so badly. You have more power over your health than what you've been told. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast, and I'm your host, Maya Acosta. I'm passionate about finding healthy lifestyle solutions to support optimal human health. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase longevity in a big way. Let's get started. If you want to live a healthy vegan lifestyle, you should learn how to live with and how to appreciate eating more fruits and vegetables. Dive into this episode as Jared and Anita Roussel join us to provide practical strategies to effectively adopt a plant-based lifestyle. Keep listening to discover the alternative approach to treat and heal pain, exhaustion, and chronic concerns. Let's welcome Jared and Anita Roussel. We're Thank thrilled you. to be here. Thank you for having us. I'm so excited to speak with both of you because I am a listener of your podcast and I love how well prepared and organized you are when you talk on different topics. And so we'll get to that point and we'll talk about your podcast. So Anita, you're a registered nurse and Jared, you are a physician assistant. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about some of your responsibilities as a physician assistant? Well, a physician assistant is a healthcare provider. Now, sometimes the term mid-level gets used. Now it's more advanced practice provider, but we are healthcare practitioners. Now we go through typically two or a little more than two years of schooling. So in the case of mine, we went through 27 months, but it was seven semesters of medical training. And then also the, the clinical side of things where we do rotations and then when we come out, we start practicing. Now, it's typically done with a supervising physician. So it's usually a, a doctor PA team. Now, the laws in the states vary from state to state. But in Tennessee and Florida, where I've practiced, we can see patients independently. We can prescribe medications, order tests, interpret tests, you know, just the full patient interaction. And then we have our supervising physician there if we have questions. And then they review a certain number of our charts. And so really, I look at it as just that, that team atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So that patient is with the doctor, but I'm helping to manage the care mm -hmm. with that doctor. Thank you for explaining that. So Anita, we began with your story of experiencing extreme pain and fatigue and being very limited in your role as a mother and then feeling that guilt um, as well. So can we talk about what you went through and the role that stress may have played and how you were experiencing all of these symptoms? Yes, stress definitely played a part. We were going through a lot of changes in our life at the time, but we also were not eating right. And when we started changing that and learning how to slow down a bit, it made a huge difference. But the food made the biggest difference in my life. But yes, 10 years ago, we were in the process of adopting our fourth child. And she was in China. And I remember just being in tears as a mom looking at Jared going, how am I going to be able to lift her? Because the pain in my arms, my elbows and my shoulders was so severe. I was crying in the shower washing my hair because it hurt so badly just to prep, to have the energy to press on my head. My joints were aching so badly. 
I, I couldn't even realize and fathom how I was going to be able to pick her up and hold her in my arms when we first met. And that was heartbreaking as a mother, thinking about that coming and not being able to do that. And then just homeschooling our other children. We've homeschooled them all the way through. And we now have a daughter who's almost a senior. She's our oldest. And then um, Kate, our youngest, is nine going on. 30. (laughs) So, but she's the one we were in the process of adopting at the time. But so I had the three at home homeschooling them actively, but I say actively, I mean, many days it was from the bed. If I could drag myself to the couch, it was from the couch. That was a good day. Oh yeah. I mean, it was awful. Jared would come home and I'd say, if you have any hope, of getting um, dinner tonight. I'm. You're going to need to pull up a stool for me. She. Well, I was thinking she gave the kids. I mean, she's like, here, you take the yeah, kids, and take them, pull and then up I stool. would have to pull up a stool, and she would sit at the stove. Yeah. But you're know, talking about it. stress, though. That was stressful. But really, and I don't know. It's been a while since we've done our first podcast episode, so I don't know how much of this we mentioned in there. But the stress really started way before that, because I had a job loss that led to us moving. So then we're moving to a different city. Now, granted, it was only a couple hours away, but it's still a move. And then your mother got sick right Mm -hmm. after that. And then she she passed away. She unexpectedly had brain cancer. And we had very little. Well, we had actually a couple of months, which was probably pretty good. We just I just think, you know, sometimes when you come into this, you think, I wish I had known then what I know now. Absolutely. Because she would have been so on board with this. But we just didn't know. And that's one of our big things. If you you don't know what you don't know, we say that all the time. So you're in this place and you're desperate to find some answers. And if you're like me, you're going to doctors or PAs or MPs trying to get a name for that thing that's holding you back so that you can hopefully get some medication. But our big thing is we're not against medication at all. It needs to be used at the proper time. We're both, you know, I'm an RN, Jared's a physician. Obviously, we're not against medication. But we know that um, a lot of times things can be dealt with, things that you even think are genetic with what you're eating, what you're putting on your plate and into your mouth, or what you're not getting, which is oftentimes just as important. So anyway, yeah, that's kind of where I was years ago. And I was struggling to find that answer and just looking for the name and the medication when if I had just had somebody, and that's why we're so passionate about this now, because I told him if I just had somebody back then that could have shown me these steps to take that or told us just, it was even possible. Yeah, because really, we didn't even know. We didn't know what we didn't know. And once we found out, the light switched on. We started doing one thing, another thing, another thing. And I mean, really, if I had known then what I know now, we would have just gone all in. Because when we did go all in, it it was the game changer. It's what made all the difference. And, you know, back then, I would just survive every day. It was just about survival for me, just trying to figure out how in the world do I make this day work? How do I survive it to fall back into bed so I can get up and do it all over again? And that was not pleasant. And I don't want anyone else to ever have to experience that. And now I have to force myself to go to bed at night. And yes. Jeff's going, look, Anita, it's 11. It's 11.30. Oh, yeah. We need to start wrapping like, it up. Honey, I got to get up at <laughs> six in the morning. So, But you're talking about survival and I don't think it was until after the fact when we we're looking in hindsight of how much survival mode we were in because we're near in the thick of it. You're just focusing on what you have to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So with homeschooling, kids would have to bring their work to her. And then, like I said, on a good day, she would make it to the couch and then showering. I mean, she was doing like this. And there was once things started getting better and we looked back, then we realized, wow, 
you were in bad shape. Mm-hmm. I mean, things really were bad. And I think if someone had been looking at it from the outside, looking in, they would mm-hmm. say, what's going on with you? But when you're in the middle of it, you just, you don't see it. And I just had crazy things going on, Maya. Like I could hear the blood rushing through my carotid if I laid on my left side. So I couldn't even sleep on my left side. And I'm a side sleeper. Like That affects your quality of life. And so you're hearing this and you're going, this is not good. And you know, I shouldn't really hear this every time I lay on my left side. It's gone. I don't have that anymore. You know, things like the energy we talked about, the pain is gone. I don't have the joint pain anymore. There are things that I'm still working on with my health. You know, I tell people, People come to us and they think they want it all gone right away because you just want to feel better. And we got some improvements right away, but some things just took, oh, yeah. you know, it took me 40 years to get to where I was. So I'm 10 years now down the road and it feels so much better where I am, but there are still goals I have and still things I'm tweaking and doing. And it's such an amazing process. This plant-based journey is like nothing else we've ever experienced. And we would never dream of going back. Um, people worry about falling off the wagon. And once you start doing this and you get these improvements, it's just such a game changer. It's, um, we just love it. We're passionate, so passionate about it. These are all the things we've been learning and adding on our own and tweaking and having to teach ourselves for years and years. And there's a body of, um, medical providers and people that are, they're teaching this evidence and that are excited about it and that are implementing it with themselves and with their patients. And they're getting these massive results that, this is why we went into medicine. This is why I went why I went into nursing and Jared went into medicine because, you know, you're wanting to help people. And yeah. when you can help people to understand that there are choices that you can make, it does. If somebody's told you it's genetic, genes play a part, but they can be turned on and off by what you put into your body and onto your body and the stresses and the different things in your life, the, the lifestyle choices that you're making and diseases. I mean, you know, we're dealing with things now, even with close friends and family members where they've gone to the doctor and they've gotten this devastating diagnosis and they're, they're towards the, the end stages. But you know, and we know that you don't need to take that onto yourself. You don't have to take that on. There are things you can still do. Listen to your doctor, work with them, but also look at what can you do, you know, because what we know is all disease starts with cellular malfunction. And when your cells aren't working right, they are telling you something. So even if you have a lump and it's not diagnosed as cancer, it's still a lump. Your body's telling you something's not right here. And so start looking into just things that you can do. Don't let that diagnosis overwhelm you. What can I do to reduce my stress, to get the right um, foods into my body? Because your cells have to, they need the right fuel. They don't need just fuel. They need the right fuel to be able to function properly so that you feel good on a regular basis. That's incredible. I can't even imagine going through something like that. Were you ever diagnosed with autoimmune disease? I had a lot of the symptoms, but they never pinpointed a specific disease. It's really hard if you've gone through that to have them come up with a diagnosis. There's a lot of testing and there's a lot of uncertainty about what's going on with that. But I was just having really strange, a lot of strange symptoms along with the pain. And so they were looking at that, but really never specifically diagnosed anything 
with a name. I never got a name for it, which honestly I think was to my benefit at that point because I was so hanging on that. I think if I had gotten a name, I might've been more just, okay, the medicine is going to heal it. Because I think we get that idea when medicine mostly controls symptoms. It doesn't get to the management. And not having a name caused us to dig to find out, okay, if I have this thing, and this is what we tell women all the time, if you've got something going on, even if you don't know what it is, Look at what can you do now to get to the root of it. What's your body telling you it's missing or it's getting too much of and start changing things. And and there are a lot of things that you can do to do that. So Well, and also, too, if you had a label, there would be a tendency to own that. Right. Oh, I have this disease. That's now a part of your identity. really. Yeah. And in practicing medicine, that's what I've seen is that people kind of become their disease and they need to have that little mind shift that it's something I have. It's not who I am. It's like I have a new life. I mean, I have the opportunity to live life to the fullest. That's what we're all about. Not just, um, you know, like you said, don't wait till you have the disease. But what if you do have the diagnosis? I mean, I want people to understand that there is hope. If you have a diagnosis of diabetes, type 2 diabetes, there are people that do turn it around on a regular basis. We see that and hear the testimonials all the time. You know, there are people that have autoimmune symptoms like I already did that turn it around with whole food plant-based lifestyle with lifestyle medicine principles as well. But one thing that I see kind of missing within just the plant-based aspect is that we, we see and would go to places like to find a new recipe because we thought, okay, we just need new recipes. And when we would get to these plant-based sites, it would just be recipes. And many times I get frustrated because the recipes didn't taste good and they took forever and they were way too complicated and they had all these ingredients. I wasn't even familiar with them. I mean, I could stand in the grocery store and go, I cook all the time. I mean, I cooked but I have no idea where to find this or what it is, you know? And that's just like, that's not doable for regular people. Like we need to understand how to do things that work with our busy schedule and that to make it really taste good and make it simple. And so that's what we're really passionate about as well. But um, I think just being able to understand that no matter where you, where you are in your journey, if you're at a place where you have a diagnosis, there is hope you can do this. And it's not just about recipes. You need some great recipes. But with the principles that we teach as well as with lifestyle medicine, we start with mindset when we're teaching people. We have seven steps that we lead um, our clients through. And mindset is huge because, first of all, you got to know that you have an opportunity and option. Like we said, you don't know what you don't know. And then there are all these mindset things that we have like you need extra protein. You're not getting enough protein. You're protein deficient. And we hear that all the time. How do you get your protein? Because every time you go to the store, there are protein bars and protein shakes and protein powders and protein ads. And you just think, I'm not getting enough protein. And then you hear people say stuff like I was in a Whole Foods one time and I heard a guy working there talking to another guy going, don't eat bananas. Like bananas are evil. And this idea of carbs being evil when our bodies were actually created to be fueled on carbs and being able to understand that like you and I were talking about earlier before we even started taping how um, you don't have to diet like women are constantly bombarded with the idea especially now we're at the first of the year well if you want to feel better you need to diet you got to count calories and keep up with portions and grams and um, you know all those things that just drive you nuts and that's not sustainable it doesn't work. It causes more stress, which can cause you to get sicker. Well, and we've never done that, but she has seen in her family where people have done the dieting yes. roller coaster. 
And that's just what's promoted in society. And I think because sometimes people, well, not think, I know, because people get some short-term gains, they see, okay, I lost weight, but it was miserable getting Mm -hmm. there. You don't want to stay doing that forever. So then you start to kind of drift away and then the pounds come back, Mm -hmm. but that's all we know. And so that's why we're passionate about this, letting people know you don't have to diet. And you've got to have that mindset of what's going on underneath the surface. Sure, you may switch from the standard American diet and try a different kind of diet, but what is going on in your vascular system? That's one of our big things and probably yours as well. Like, how is that going to affect you down the road? How does that play out over time? And these are the mindset things that we think are really so important. And that's the first step of what we focus on with people, not just recipes. And then, you know, there's your environment. I mean, the people, places, and things that surround you can set you up for um, struggles or it can set you up for big wins. And then what do you eat and how do you get the right balance of it on your plate? And how do you save time and how do you save money doing it? We call that savvy shopping and then simple living. Like how do you make this work with real life situations like dining out, out. going to a friend's house or, you know, those kind of things. And then we have a category that we call total health. And that's where the other areas of lifestyle medicine come in. Stress, stress, sleep, sleep. and uh, your relationships with, we talk about with God and with people and um, your career satisfaction, different things like that movement. You know, are you, do you live a sedentary lifestyle or are, do you find a way to move, not just getting into the gym? Cause you know, that's dreaded for a lot of people, but there are a lot of other ways you can move that are fun. And so those are the seven key areas that we focus on. But yes, that mindset part to start at mindset, like you were talking about, um, when we were talking before Maya about the dieting, it's just, it's so rampant. And if you can just get rid of that one Um, mindset. I don't even like to call this a whole food plant-based diet. And Jared and I stay away from that a lot. We call it a lifestyle right? because you talk about diets and everybody goes back to everything they've ever experienced. And it's like, we see our clients go through this all the time. And it's our story as well. We've lost 75 pounds and we never even went on a diet. We never counted calories and portions and all those things. The pounds just fell off because whole plant foods naturally give your body what it needs. They're more filling. As you know, you know, you get all that good fiber and all those phytonutrients and you all of a sudden you're feeling better and you love the foods and your cravings change and your taste buds change. And it's just so amazing what can happen when you can let go of that dieting mindset. And I eat until I'm satisfied. I never leave the table (laughs) thinking, oh, I'm so hungry. I, Mm -hmm. I wish I could have some more. We love it. I don't like to restrict either. I don't like feeling deprived or being hungry, which is why it was so important for me to learn how to eat this way and eat uh, healthy foods. So your podcast also covers like rich ideas and content and resources for your listeners. So a couple of things. How did the Power On Plans program do during the pandemic? And when did you start your podcast? Yeah, Power on Plant Society is our membership, and you can learn more about it just by going to powerandplantsociety.com. And well, poweronplants.com. We have oh, it there. The poweronplantsociety.com <laughs> is the membership portal where people go. Right. So poweronplants.com. Poweronplants.com. But basically, it's just our membership where we help busy women to learn how to adopt a whole food plant-based lifestyle in a way that's really easy, that works with your busy lifestyle, that actually tastes good. So you can start healing like we talked about today. So you can do all the things you dream of doing before, but you just didn't feel like doing it. I remember saying all the time, you know, I want to do this, but I just don't feel like it. I mean, in my mind out loud, that was my 
those were my words. That was my story. I just don't feel like, and I just got tired of not feeling like it. And so that's what we're just passionate about helping women to be able to feel good enough to feel great on a regular basis. So you can chase your kids around. So you can get yourself up off the couch and walk up one flight of stairs to tuck them into bed at night, which for a while I wasn't able yes. to do at all. I, I, I think go up that one was flight of stairs. a good year and a half. Mm-hmm. It was, Hey, just tuck the yep. kids in, tell them I love them, tell them good night for and me. That was awful. Um, But with the membership, we have two sides to it. We do have a community. It's much like Facebook. It's not hosted on Facebook, but it's much like it, but it's a much cleaner design. don't have all the ads, don't have all the distractions. And so that's the community aspect. And then we have our platform where all of our videos are housed so that whenever the videos are hosted in the community, they go down the feed and and you'll lose them. And so in the platform, we have them where they're all neatly organized and they're searchable. So that way everything's easy to find. Mm -hmm. And even though it's, two different sides. They are linked. So once you get logged into them, um, but you can bounce back and forth between the two all, really seamlessly. Yeah. And it's important to have the recipes. So we have our cookbook in there, but it's also important to get your questions. It's a answered. starting place. So we decided when we set it up, we've got to have Q and A's on a regular basis. So we do that weekly to get questions answered. And then I just have different resources, like how do you set up your pantry and, and, um, you know, how, what do you buy and where do you shop and just all those different kinds of things that are the questions that we always have when we're coming into this lifestyle. Well, and what we did too, is we looked back because at the time we were going through this, we didn't think of it as a process or step one, step two, step three. We just went through it. And then we looked back and said, okay, what what was the, the progression? What was the transformation? And we looked at how to organize that in a way that was easy, because if you can wrap your mind around it, then you can say, okay, I can do this. And that's how we came up with the different steps. But we came up with easier ways to make things. I mean, she's always coming up with that. For her, it's, I think it's just built into her genetics <laughs> as far as, okay, I've got this. How can I make it easier? Because in the beginning, when you're in survival mode, mm-hmm. you just don't have the energy. Mm-hmm. You probably don't have the time, but then as you feel better and you're doing more, you still don't have the time. Well, and that's what Maya was saying. I honestly think the reason that you were saying you fell into buying those go-to frozen foods or pre-prep meals is because you don't know what to do and you are overwhelmed and you think, what is the next step? And one of the big things I think for being able to transition and one of the easiest ways is figuring out what are my favorite meals? Because mostly most people have something like nine main meals that they eat in a month. So what are those nine go-tos for you? And just take one at a time and go, I love whatever it is. With me, it was, okay, barbecue. I grew up in a barbecue restaurant. So just recently, I looked at him and I said, why do we not eat barbecue? Why? And how can I make barbecue in a way that is going to still taste great, that I'm going to like as much or even better than the old barbecue I used to eat. And so I started making shredded, I guess you can call it pulled carrot barbecue, but it's really shredded carrot barbecue with carrots and my five-minute barbecue sauce. And it's just so easy and quick to get on the table. So you've got to have those go-to things that replace. Because I always say, if you're going to take something out of your life, like I can't eat meat anymore. I can't eat, okay, so then I can't eat my favorite barbecue. And I'm just going to throw that out and think I can never have barbecue again. Or like um, a friend of mine said recently, you know, my husband is going to have to give up sweets. He's just got to give up sweets because that's why he's not healthy. And I'm telling her he doesn't need to give up sweets. He needs to find a new way to eat them. 
that actually loves him back, that he loves that actually loves him back, right? So so getting more of those whole fruits and things like that in, in your recipes to sweeten things. And you don't want sweets to be your main meal, but it doesn't mean you can't have sweets anymore. You can't have barbecue just because you don't eat meat. So it's one thing out. And then right as it goes, you've got to have something else to put in its place that you like just as much or even better. Because if you leave a hole, that's yes. all you're going to think about. That's all you're going to think about. And it's going to be so hard to get. And it's so easy to go back to those things, right? Because you start building in cheat days. And that's that's not a good thing to do. Well, either. and as you get results, then you think, okay, I just, I, I'm craving that flavor. I'm going to go back to that one thing. Right. And then that first time you have it, you don't notice any bad effects. Or maybe you get a little food hangover is what we call it <laughs> when you eat something that you shouldn't and it feels bad. Yeah. But you may not have the weight immediately. And then you do it again. And again, and then you're right back to where you were. Mm -hmm. So you've got to put something that you like. That and, and what we try to do is something that is similar. And at many times, it's something we love even exactly. better than the original. But it's something that loves you back, that fuels your body well. And then now you don't have that deprivation. Mm -hmm. You don't have that deprivation mindset. I can eat it. I can be full. And I can love the flavors and be satisfied. And this is how you make it last long term, not dieting, not you can't eat this. You have to eat these little frozen dinners or you're out at dinner with your friends and family and you're trying to calculate points and macros and micros and calories in your mind to decide what you can eat while they're all enjoying conversation and building relationship. I'm not going to live that way the rest of my life. That is for the birds. <laughs> I have to say, it's amazing how active you were in creating like daily content on your podcast. I, I as a podcaster, know that that's a lot of work. So I'm impressed. We actually yeah. just started it right about a year ago. It was right at a year, yeah, over a year ago. December 13th, right. 2020. And so we just over a year now. We were crazy busy wanting to get episodes out because we had so many people coming to us with questions. What do I do to heal? How do I prevent sickness? Like, what's the best way to not get viruses, right? That was a huge question we were all getting. Um, and really, one of the best ways is to just build your immunity even before you're sick. You know, once you are, again, there's a lot of hope. You need to do what you can at that point as well, because people reverse disease all the time with this lifestyle. But yes, so we started our podcast about a year ago, and we're putting out multiple episodes a week. And yeah, we were doing it daily yeah. for about two months. I think we have how many yes. now? We have 135 episodes now. Episodes so we now did that in the beginning, year. and then we went down yeah. to a couple a week, and then now we're down to one a week. Yeah, because we really wanted to shift our focus. Regularly. We, we definitely want to keep getting that information out there for free and just to help people start getting those results. Because once you can build momentum, once you can start one thing and then another thing, it's like we talk about it being like a snowball rolling downhill. You want to get that one thing, then the next thing, then the next thing and pretty soon you're just in a totally different place weeks months years down the road and so you have to figure out today what am I going to do to get myself to where I want to be and then figuring out the why behind that like what is my why what is the reason behind the reason behind the reason because we hear people say all the time I want to lose weight but why do you want to lose weight well, I want to get into this dress. Well, why do you want to get into the dress? And so that's one of our things that, that we talk about a lot. It's like knowing that why. And so it's important for us to get these things out there on the podcast. And that's why we're so passionate about it. And we'll continue to do the podcast. And we're at one episode a week right now because there are two of us. There are four children. We homeschool and we just, you know, we want to be able to have time for us to practice what we're teaching. So we want to refresh and, and um, just slow down. We live on the beach. So we want to get our 
feet on the sand to get some vitamin D going with sunshine, all those things that are so important. So we want to practice what we're teaching people um, too. So that's really important to us. And then we want to be sure we're showing up in the community and we're actually working on adding some uh, members to our team as well. So it's not just us because we want to start showing up more on the, the platforms like Facebook and things like that. And we also have a blog as well. So you know how that is, Maya. It's like there's one of you and you're trying to do all these things or maybe two of you. And, um, but yes, we're just so passionate about the podcast and the membership. And that's where we put most of our um, focus, most of our energies yeah, yeah. and energy, just helping people get that change, get started. You know, there's always something you can do. And we're still doing that even today after years and years, there's always something like I told you, barbecue was a new thing for me. I don't know why I had never thought about that before. And so now I've written this barbecue recipe and that's getting out there. And now I'm going, okay, now I need a slaw recipe because people need to know how to make Southern slaw. So, and I'll pile that on my barbecue and there are just so many amazing things that you can do. But yeah, we're very passionate about it. And the podcast is going to keep running. Anita, you made such a good point about hiring a team to offer you support so that they and you can actually practice what you preach. And I had to do the same thing because I found my husband one day was telling me that all I do is talk about plant-based nutrition. And I was thinking like, my husband is telling me that? Like, he's saying, please, let's have an evening when you're not talking about all the work that you're doing with the plant-based community. So I knew that it must be bad if he was telling me that I needed to stop. So my whole point is that... Um, there's got to be a time when we just take care of ourselves and turn that work mentality off a little bit. I don't know anything about that. We don't get that at we all. We go out and meet people and somehow the conversation just gets on always, plant-based. Always. So I have decided to relax a little bit about all of this. So I do practice a little bit more self-care and self-compassion nowadays. How can people learn more about your podcast? Well, we have the powerandplanespodcast.com. So that will take you to our the podcast page of our website and we and iTunes, you yeah. Podcast like yours, Maya. They're going to find it there. Just power on plants, and you can search it, and it'll pull up. So we also have. Um, I wanted to offer to your listeners because we were talking about like easy ways to get started. You had asked about, and we were discussing about that. Like, how do we recommend that people get started? You've got to learn how to get those foods that just taste so good onto your plate that are going to fuel your body well. So you had mentioned greens. How do you get the greens into your life? So we wanted to offer, we have um, 15 easy ways to get greens into your life. We call it Leafy Green Secrets. And they can pick that up at poweronplants.com forward slash leafy green secrets. All one word, no hyphens or anything. Mm -hmm. Leafy Green Secrets, 15 ways to get more greens into your diet. Such a great guide. Thank you for offering that to my listeners. I'm sure that they'll find this very valuable. So let me ask you, knowing what you know now, if you had to do it all over again, what would either of you do differently? I really believe if we had it to do, we would have just started much earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's there's always kind of looking back, woulda, shoulda, coulda, but I would have gone all in from the very beginning mm -hmm. and just just gone for it. 
Right. I mean, we did we did start a little more slowly and that works best for some people. There's not one way that works best for everybody. Sometimes you get overwhelmed and you think I've got to do everything and that doesn't work. And some people are at a place like I was where, you know, once you reach that point in your health, you think I just need to know everything and do it all. And they so they jump in and they are able to do it just because of that motivation. But it can be stressful for some people. But for us, like Jared said, absolutely. Like if I had known um, if I had somebody just to show me, and I think also just getting a mentor, link up with a friend who wants to do whole food plant-based too, and um, bounce ideas off each other. And What resource are you getting? What book are you reading? What podcast are you listening to? And just being able to have that support, get a mentor who can show you, look, first focus on this. Here's some good ways to get started. It's really important. Listen to Maya's podcast, you know, get on a good um, routine of doing that. And some people think I'm so busy. I don't have time. You know how we get Maya so busy, you know, with our just regular schedules. But think of when you can add that in, that it's not something extra, that you're actually using your time better. So we all have the same number of hours in a day, but there's always a way that you can fit things in. So I have a little uh, radio speaker, like a speaker that goes in my shower. I listen to podcasts. I listen to podcasts when I'm getting ready. A lot. I, I do. I mean, they're always on. I'm listening and learning as I go. I'm cooking. If I'm cooking, I'm probably listening to some kind of podcast. Now, generally mm -hmm. then, it's something that maybe I want the family to hear. We're all learning and growing together. So you can work it in. Do you have a ride to work and a ride home? That's a great time to listen to a podcast. So just get that information coming in that gives you steps and don't get overloaded with a bunch of it. Listen, pick one thing. I mean, we've talked about a lot of things today. What's one thing you can do? Could you get more greens into your life? Could you add some more beans? Because that's what whole food plant-based is. You know, people think it's this big spooky thing. I don't know what to do because it's the unknown. All you need to do, we're talking about eating more fruits and vegetables. You've heard people telling you that for your entire life. Now you just have to find a simple way to do it that works with your busy schedule that actually tastes good and pick one thing. You know, it's it's fruits and vegetables, whole grains, nuts and seeds and legumes. So how can you get more beans on a regular basis? Find one recipe and focus on that this week. Or, you know, how can I get um, anything? I mean, if I eat rice a lot, could I eat more potatoes or barley or could I eat more millet or could I you know figure out and learn some of the new grains that you can add it really is just that simple and then over time you want to learn some food formulas that's what I call what do you do when you don't even have time for a recipe I'm sure you have that where you've created things where you can just come in the door and have dinner on the table within 15 minutes or less 10 minutes or less because you have those go-to things and so it's important to find those two one at a time so don't think, oh, they said so much today. I'm so overwhelmed. One thing. I'm just going to do this one thing for myself because you are worth it. You know, and as a woman, a lot of times we pour out and we give and we give. This person needs this for me. Yes, that person needs I was that thinking that earlier. You can't keep pouring mm -mm. out unless you have stuff pouring in. Exactly. And that's what you're talking about, self-care. Yeah, you've got to have that time to rest, to get proper sleep. If you don't take care of you, who's going to? So now you've got, you say, well, this person needs this and this person needs that. You can't do those things and give and share and, and do those things. If you're not growing, if you're not resting, you know, and you're not getting your body the proper nutrition that it needs and finding ways to do that, that don't stress you out. I mean, you just can't, you can't do the dieting thing. It's too stressful. It'd, it's just if, too stressful. It'd be kind of like a, a lifeguard that's at the pool 24 hours a day mm -hmm. and they never rest. 
Right. I mean, after a few days, you don't want that lifeguard being in charge of saving you (laughs) if something happens. That's a great point. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that is so funny. We take care of so many other things, but our bodies are like the last priority on our list. If only we had like an owner's manual so that we know from the start, from the time we're born, like what we need to do to optimize our health. I would have made the change earlier too if I would have had the chance. But now that I have, I'm so happy because as I move into that phase of menopause, I feel like I'm, it'll be a little bit easier for me. Yes, it has made a tremendous difference for me. Just how we're eating has made a huge difference. I started having symptoms and a lot of them went away. So that was really, really good because that is no fun for anybody. <laughs> to have to go through that. So yeah, nutrition plays a huge part in that. Your podcast is very inspirational. And I love the chemistry between both of you. And so that's why I feel like I know you a little bit. So I assume like the chemistry that you have on the podcast must be very similar to what you have in person with your clients, or even now that you offer virtual classes with them, you must also convey that wonderful energy and inspiration. It must be a wonderful support system for them. Yeah. And I, it's definitely important that you're in a judgment-free zone when you, you're looking for a place to start any kind of lifestyle or make any kind of changes. Because what Jared and I understand is that people don't know the information. Our goal is to get the information out there. The beauty is everybody has a choice in how we choose to live. You know, you may listen to this podcast episode and think, well, right now, you know, plant-based maybe not the thing for me that I want to step into full force, but maybe I'll just try these few things and see how it's going to work for me. And I pretty much what we've seen is when people do that and you just take those few things and you start doing those few things, you start getting these results. It's like that study. Have you heard about the study that they start that was started years ago? I can't remember who did the study, but basically they took this group of people and they started whole food plant-based living. And so the goal was for them to do it for a while. They were going to draw lab results, get their test results, get their blood pressure, all these different measurements. And then when they reached the midpoint of the study, everyone was to agreed to go back to their old lifestyle. <laughs> and so when they reached that midpoint, the study had to be canceled. They couldn't complete the study because no one would go back, right? No one would go back. And so, so they had to stop the study. So you may feel like it's all overwhelming, but the thing is, is when you start it and you have these simple steps and you do one thing at a time, you can definitely make it work and you start seeing these changes. And then you think, what do I do next? You know, I want to know the next step. But yeah, no judgment here from us. And I know you're the same way, Maya, because we feel like everybody has a choice. We just want people to know. Because like we were saying in the beginning, you don't know what you don't know. And we get that. We just want people to know because we weren't hearing these things 10 years ago when I was so sick. I wasn't going into the office and having people tell me, hey, have you looked at what you're eating? You know, how's your stress level? Are you sleeping? (laughs) Or what? Just simple things that you can do to start changing those things. None of that. Even in our training, we didn't really get much beyond just basic nutrition. Nutrition, One course. And and a PA, a nurse. And we weren't really being taught those things. Then how could we look down upon someone else who's not going through that? And you have all the advertisement, all this message out there of eat this way. You've got to do this. You need fat-free pizza rolls, you mean all this processed food and it's diet and it's healthy. And I mean, all these conflicting messages that are out there, 
overwhelming, uh, yeah. Exactly. So my husband from time to time shares with me how he sees the hospital food that his patients are being fed and how horrified he feels, at, after, especially after his patients come out of surgery and they're being fed like all these animal products and fried foods, and he's just horrified at what he sees. Maya, we've had this conversation so many times about hospital food. Jared and I, you know, he was, well, spine surgery for the longest time was his thing. And like you're saying, after surgery, what's on their tray and you're going, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is how we're supposed to heal, you know, and it's just, but, but again, you know, you're not going to blame the patient that's sitting in there. They don't know unless we tell them until we tell them they don't know. And then they get the choice. We're not trying to force somebody into this lifestyle. We know how amazing it is, how it's worked for us and other people on a regular basis. But we just want people to understand that they do have the possibility and there is hope. And here's some things you can do that are very simple that will work for you on a regular basis to get the ball rolling in your own life. And and that's where we are. We're just That's why we're so passionate about it, because it's not hard. I mean, people think it's hard. It's not hard. You just don't know what to do. Well, you did. Yes, you said it earlier, the more time that we spend in the kitchen, the easier it gets. And it does get easier. Um, And like you said, when we remove one thing, we add another and always remove and always add something else so that you're not left with that void where you can actually revert back to old ways. So is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? I think the main thing is just what we've talked about, especially with women, the first part of the year, let dieting go, find a way that works for you. That is a lifestyle that does have a simple process to follow. Like you were saying, Maya, um, just get those things in place and just start on maybe thinking about one mindset thing and one food you can change. I mean, that's how simple it can be. If that's too overwhelming, one new food I can get into my life on a regular basis, like we talked about before. Just find the simple ways that work for you. It's not going to look the same for everybody. You know, this journey is your own. And that's okay. Yeah. And th- <laughs> there's no there's no judgment in that. It's just where you are at the time. Just keep learning, keep growing. And please don't just be a learner. Absolutely be a learner, but then start doing Dude. what you learn. Because you could listen to this whole podcast episode. Someone could listen to every episode you have, Maya, but if they don't take action on what they're doing, on what they're hearing and learning on a regular basis, then your life isn't going to look any different down the road. And that's not what we want for you. None of us want that for our listeners. You know, we want you to take that just one takeaway, that one GC nugget for you. It may be something different for somebody else. That's okay. You don't have to worry about what's the big takeaway here. No, what will make the biggest change for me of what I heard I'm going to do that this week and then set up reminders for yourself. I mean, I'm big on post-it notes, you know, put a post-it note on your computer or on your car dashboard if you're in your car every day. Or you can even do it as a uh, screensaver, not the screensaver, the welcome screen or whatever on on your your phone. phone. Yeah. Anita has done that. This is the one thing that I want to do for myself this week. I still do that and try to have those sticky notes. Okay, this week I'm focusing on getting more of this or, you know, getting less of that or bringing this thing into my life, whatever it is that you, your takeaway was set up a reminder for yourself that you see on a regular basis. And then Jared says, don't leave it the same forever. Like if until you, it's a habit, you might want to change what the reminder is and put it in different places because then it's just it's that just, piece of paper. It just on becomes your, part of the background. Yeah, and then you just, you don't notice it. So kind of change that up as you go. But And then once you do that thing, go back and listen to that podcast again and get another juicy nugget. Yeah. But one thing I want to add on to that too is also right. focus 
progress over perfection, which I think for women is hard to do. I mean, you want to do everything and you want it to be perfect the first time. And right. life's not always that way. Mm-hmm. So, and like you were saying, forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's something that you didn't do perfectly, forgive yourself and keep going. There's still that progress. If you fall off the wagon. Yeah, and we hear that all the time. I fell off the wagon. Did you instantly transfer back to where the wagon began? No, you're still in the same spot. You just get back on the wagon and keep going mm-hmm. forward. So, and so, then just keep doing what you know. Because sometimes people think if they have that one mistake or that one or two days or a week, that they're right back where they started. And you're not. You know so much more. You've come so much farther. You may have taken a step back. But then you just keep moving forward again. And you're going to pass the point where you already were anyway. You just keep doing that. And don't beat yourself up. You know, just enjoy the process. Yes, those are encouraging words. Thank you so much. I enjoyed listening to both of you, Jared and Anita. And um, I'm going to continue to listen uh, to your podcast and to just really pick up on that wonderful energy from both of you. So thank you for spending time with us. And I will share all your links in the show notes. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. We enjoyed We've it, enjoyed Maya. This. We can't wait to listen to more episodes from you as well. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share with one friend who can benefit from this episode. Feel free to leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us to spread our message. You can also head on over to podinbox.com forward slash HLS to leave me a voicemail. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, thank you for listening.